0: already know what time it is it's most force tv august 22nd 2023 Mm. we are two weeks i think like two weeks or three weeks away from week one it's getting very close to game time it's
1: very very real it's very very real this 2023 nfl season the hype is building honestly i would have thought it was next week with the way that i'm feeling you know coming into these previews we got double r in the chat coming in on multiple platforms what's happening baby happen very excited to get this episode going uh these divisions are a lot more entertaining than the ones that we talked about last week and obviously last week was still a banger of an episode so it's about to get super super
0: real we got the afc east and the nfc north two pretty entertaining divisions a lot to talk about a lot of questions to be asked a lot of answers to be answered Mm. and i'm with the gang matt chi and myself you already know what time it is Mm. Let's let me kick it up, this music though. No. Who are you feeling like we? Should well, be- I think we should start off with the Buffalo Bills, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a very interesting year for the Buffalo Bills.
1: And uh, I would also say that with the rumors of Jonathan Taylor swirling around, the Buffalo Bills are definitely uh, in the topic of conversation. Yes. Uh, for that guy i'm not sure necessarily what they're cooking over there because it's it's kind of looking a little stagnant i can't lie to you the buffalo bills uh they're another year where they're just kind of rolling back around right like there's nobody too too notable um within their pickups that is somebody where you know it's really moving the needle in the the division or in a conference like a loaded conference like the afc
0: yeah i'm looking at a couple okay names damian harris okay that's cool uh Leonard Floyd, cool, I guess. But nothing that really that's gonna really move the needle. I feel like the number one addition that they got this off season that's going to actually do something for them is Dalton Kincaid, their first round pick. Yeah. He's gonna be a very talented tight end for, for Josh Allen. Um but other than that, I really don't think the offense has really gotten that much better no i don't think the defense has really got that much better but i also mm -hmm. think that they haven't gotten worse either
1: yeah but i mean in the afc if you're not getting better you have gotten worse in my opinion when Hmm. everyone around you like the jets the dolphins i mean shit like even the the patriots aren't going to be sweet you know that's still a division rival that you're going to be going against and no matter what it's a hard fight out there and the, the Bills, I mean, I feel like they're, they're kind of almost the Yankees of that AFC to me, right? Like, mm-hmm. everyone around them has been getting progressively better, and they're like, alright, we're gonna roll out this same lineup, this same Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna try and beat you on the other side with our safeties, you know, Jordan Poyer, those guys, Right. but it just hasn't worked, and when you're going up against a guy like Patrick Mahomes, it's like, you have to come with your absolute best and keep progressing, because the Chiefs even though the chiefs you know we talked about them not getting anything too crazy either They're, they've they right. gotten better
0: yeah yeah they've gotten better they've gotten better um i feel like it's it's gonna be up to josh allen for real man like
1: <laughs> and <sighs> he's on fraud watch i'm gonna go out and say Josh. I, not, allen, no
0: we're not gonna not, go, I, he,
1: he is in the same sentence to a lot of people with patrick mahomes and this year he has a chance to either show out and prove that point that he can uplift his team in the same sense that patty mahomes does or we're gonna see josh allen you know completely crumble in the way that you know, he, he low-key crumbled a little bit last year he crumbled towards the end he sputtered out he didn't have the best finish to his season right. and it's really gonna come down to that same type of performance this year like can he come out and gunsling or is he gonna fall short just a bit short once again it's it's really no in-between because with a team like the Bills, it's Super Bowl or bust. The mm-hmm. same aspect that the Jets go out and get a guy like Aaron Rodgers, the same way that the Buffalo Bills look at is like, like, our, our window is right now with Josh Allen.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not going to go as far as say that he's on fraud watch. I feel like he's the second-best quarterback in the NFL. I've always felt like that. You know how I feel about Josh Allen. Um, the talent is absolutely there. Stephon Diggs is absolutely there. And this is what's getting to be very interesting in buffalo is stefan diggs in his situation right um even though he's declining it and denying it that he wants out um stephen a smith says he has his sources uh and this is not the first time nor will this be the last time that him being wanting out is a rumor so this year is going to be very critical for this buffalo team they lost Dable. They lost Shane, uh, their front office guy. Uh, now, if they lose Dicks?
1: Well, it's all falling apart. That's the thing. Like You lost a big glue guy in Brian Dable. You lost the guy that put this whole operation together in Joe Shane. And now you're seeing that you have the potential to lose maybe the best wide receiver that your franchise has ever seen. Uh, so it's, mm. it's really nothing to play around with. Now, the thing for me is that I'm think Stephen A. Smith is just the biggest puppet in the market right now, and I don't believe a single thing he says. I mean, after like a, a, two three weeks ago when the trade deadline, the MLB came around, and he just threw out the name Kiner Falafel, I can't... I can't take this guy seriously. He doesn't actually know sports like that. Unfortunately, it's really just ESPN pushing him out there as a puppet to say whatever you know. And I can't blame him. When you're getting paid as much as he is, I'd come on there, you know, with glossy eyes and in the sunken place, just chatting it up too. But (laughs) it it is what it is in terms of you know, like what we expect from Stephen A. Smith. I, I mean. He's he's a media journalist. I don't. I, I wouldn't say he's the most credible, but you know we definitely have to take it with a grain of salt, considering we've seen Stefan Diggs on the sidelines upset last season. You know there was some rumor swirling in this postseason. Yeah, I mean, post-season. you guys take
0: it somewhat something. It's something though. I I don't think it's like super valid, and I obviously Diggs is de- denying it, but at the same time. Before Stephen A, we've heard this rumor. Yeah, this isn't. And before Stephen A, we speculated on this. Before yeah. Stephen A, I've even we've even had conversations. Oh, the Giants got to make that move. Right? Yeah. So like,
1: I just don't want to get my hopes up around a Stephen A. Smith report Because it happens so often with the Knicks It happens so often in, in the NBA yeah. And that's what he's good at So it's like, yeah. fuck We bring it over to the NFL Where he doesn't know, you know, tit from tat All of a sudden it could get bad I don't know And he's a Cowboys fan, right? Or no, he's, is he a Cowboys fan? Or is Skip Bayless a Cowboys fan? No, he's not a Cowboys fan I don't know who Stephen no, A No, like, Stephen
0: A is not a Cowboys fan. Stephen A trolls the Cowboys. Mm. Skip is the Cowboys fan. Skip was the Cowboys fan. How right. about uh, Skip and uh, his new crew, by the way? How do you feel about that?
1: Skip or Shannon and the new crew?
0: No, Skip has a new crew as well.
1: Does he? Or is it Charles Barkley? Right? No,
0: Skip's going? new crew is Keyshawn Johnson and like two other guys that I don't yeah. even know. Nah. And Shannon Sharp is teaming up with Stephen A, I'm pretty sure now.
1: Yeah, Shannon, Steven, and then also, wasn't it uh, another a former NFL player, I want to say, is going on with, with those guys? but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the future of sports media is in front of your face, so that's yeah. really, uh, that's really beah, what it comes down beah. to. But Bills predictions. How many games do you see them winning in this division where they, you know, like we said, haven't gotten much better, haven't gotten necessarily much worse? So,
0: the Bills went... Uh I they believe 13, 13 they went 13 and 3 mm-hmm. last year. Um I think they go 12 and 5 this year.
1: Yeah, I got them winning 12 games and I I got them losing in the second round.
0: Yeah. It's very possible that they could lose in the first round this year. We were talking about this today. I think if Buffalo has another frustrating season like they did last year watch out man i mean they they didn't have a frustrating season last year they finished 13 and 3 for god's sakes like they're a great regular season team let's not get it fucked up they just haven't and you know they had a real shot at at winning it all two years ago so let's let's not act like they're you know ain't it because they're 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 still they didn't like you said yeah not getting better is getting worse but at the same time, they're still a great team. I still think I'm, I'm switching it to 13 and four. I'm saying I'm 13 and
1: four. I'm saying there's a chance that they even win 10 games this season. Like that's their that's their floor to me is 10 wins. So that's that might be a hot take, but like ceiling wow. 13, floor 10. I could see a scenario where the Bills. No, I still think they win the division even with 10 games because I think the AFC is just so loaded that you know with the team like the Dolphins with the Jets that like. 10 games is going to be like it's going to be hard with all these division rivals so sure i still think yeah i'm I'm gonna say 10 floor 13 absolute ceiling realistic 11 12
0: yeah i agree okay let's move on to the new york jets a lot of changes in that locker room um obviously the addition of aaron Rodgers. they have also gained adrian amos alan lazard Connor McGovern, Miko um, Hardman, Randall Cobb a lot of additions man they let go of uh elijah moore they traded him to the browns and
1: these are more the thing is like this is more than just a lot of additions like this is changing the whole culture of your franchise based around the guy that you just plugged in at quarterback essentially you got all of his guys around you know uh, you're not going out and getting randall cobb in Mm -hmm. in year 45 uh, you know to 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 match with zach wilson so i don't know Luciano, what's happening? And he says, let's go Bills, baby. Ooh. Mm. But uh, the, the Jets, they're in a really good spot uh, in terms of what their team looks like. But the thing for me is that there's such high expectations. You have to come out and you have to be better than the Dolphins, in my opinion. You have to be at least the second best team in that division if you really, really want anybody to take you seriously and consider this offseason you know, revamp a success.
0: So I feel like this division could be one of those rare divisions that get three teams in Mm. they are good enough i feel like uh the bills the jets and the dolphins are all good enough to make the playoffs this year um i think the jets are going to actually surprise some people I, i mean i feel like the jets are getting talked about a lot and like this is their first year Everybody's expecting them to go 11 games, 12 games, 13 games. I, I think they only win, like, 10 tops, bro.
1: Yeah. no, yeah. I think
0: they only win 10 tops, bro. Like, But I, I think they're going to be a good team, and it's a big switch up from where they've been, you know? Of course. They, they've been terrible for the past pretty much 10 years since Mark Sanchez and Rex Ryan days. They've been ass. Um, it's a... Good, fresh, fresh breath of fresh air. (laughs) My ADHD acting up, and um, yeah, man, I, I think the I think the Jets are gonna be better than usual, but they're still not gonna win the division. I still think they're a first round knockout if they do make the playoffs. I feel like they're they're borderline playoffs.
1: But, like, we talked about there being potentially three teams from this division to make the playoffs. But if that's the case, then another team can't have three division, you know, playoff right. makers as well. So, it comes down to, like, are they going to go out and be better than a team like the Browns? You know right. what I mean? Or, like... Uh I don't know. Like, can they be better than the Ravens? Probably not. No. Like, it's. I think it, the Ravens win the division.
0: But, like, damn. that Yeah, that means one of those three teams in the AFC North is good. The Bengals? Like. I think they could be better than the Browns. Maybe. They could. They, it's 50 50. I definitely don't think they're going to be better than the Bengals or no, the Ravens this year. No.
1: So it's like, where is this? Th- it's. The AFC is loaded. Like, it's really, really tough to, to gauge. So I don't know. I have the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to say. Ten wins. I mean, nah. I'm gonna say
0: ten and seven, nine and eight.
1: I'm gonna say nine wins, and the floor is seven. Unfortunately for A Rod,
0: yeah, the floor is seven. I would say eleven. This is the ceiling. Twelve is the ceiling. They could get twelve wins if they're really hot and it all clicks, and Brees Hall comes back. Yeah, and, maybe. And Dalvin Cook injuries
1: or something.
0: Yeah, Garrett Wilson is a big key. I feel like that Aaron Rodgers to Garrett Wilson connection has to be constant and consistent.
1: Yeah, as good as we've Garrett seen Wilson's
0: gonna have to average a hundred yards a game. Damn near, it's it, he's gonna have to go crazy. And Aaron Rodgers is gonna have to feed him.
1: His ADP lately in fantasy leagues is like
0: he's going uh, second cool. round.
1: Bro, I've seen some people saying like top ten. Yeah, and and like yeah. that's the, if that's the case, then like he that's that's the type of season he's on par for.
0: Yeah, he's know? on par for a breakout crazy season because he was going crazy with Mike White like. He was going uh, crazy with Wilson. like Zach, like he was going crazy with them. So just imagine a Hall of Fame quarterback that won MVP a year removed from MVP. Yeah, you know, it, it could get it could get wicked. You know, it really could. But I do think the Bills still win.
1: Everyone's expecting a lot from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, this is Luciano saying that uh, everyone expects a lot from Aaron Rodgers, but it could totally go the other way around. You never know. Yeah, I mean. It definitely can. With with high expectations comes a lot of pressure. And also, when you're a a former MVP coming into a brand new team, it's going to take time to build chemistry. I don't care how much preseason you have. The real thing is totally different. And these are a lot of very, very young players on the Jets on both sides of the ball. Even that defense, which Mm. is highly, highly touted as one of the best lines in the NFL. It's fantastic. But... They're extremely young as well. They, like we've never seen the Jets in a big game, so mm, it's going to be. That's going to be the key,
0: and they're going to have to go against some dogs. Like if the Jets were in the NFC, I'd be like, okay, they're 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 a, they're a playoff lock. Yeah, this year in the NFC, but the AFC is so fucking loaded, man. Like you keep saying, so it's it's going to be interesting for the Jets. They haven't been in any big games. No, and with inexperience in big games comes. Close losses.
1: Yeah. And m- 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 a, a lot of mistakes. Ones. Yes. In yes. The end. So, I agree. Yeah. Jets, seven win floor, 10 win, 11 win ceiling.
0: I'd say 12 win ceiling.
1: But okay. yes, I agree. Nonetheless. Nonetheless. All right. Moving on to the team that is probably neck and neck with them, right? The Miami Dolphins. Uh, this is the other big kind of offseason splash, I guess you could say. Everyone's expecting a lot out of Miami going into this season. They acquired Jalen Ramsey from the Rams. Uh, back in March, and now they're rolling in with a, a pretty loaded offense, and now that yeah. defense is also looking pretty scary. So how do you feel about them heading into the season?
0: Man, listen, it is, if two is healthy, the Dolphins are scary, period. Especially with the addition of Jalen Ramsey. Now you really are looking at a lockdown secondary. You're looking at a... A great defense. You're looking at a very, very explosive offense with Tyreek and Waddle. They just added Raheem Mostert as well, Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, and Tua proved me wrong last year when I said he couldn't reach these guys. He obviously can reach these guys. And on top of that, Tyreek Hill is just that good that even when he gets underthrown, he can still adjust and get to the ball. He might not get as much yak as he would when he was with Mahomes, but he's still finding a way to get the ball into his hands deep. Yeah. Pause.
1: No, yeah. That man. <laughs> but uh Jonathan Taylor Ooh. mentioned by Ernest, that's gonna be a potential landing spot for JT. But yes, the, a very, the asking yeah. price is just insane. Plus you gotta restructure the contract. Right. So, so let's like, talk
0: about let's talk about JT real quick. He he um requested well the Colts finally accepted accepted request. the fact that he's going to trade him so he is free to look for a partner. Uh, obviously, we just said the Bills, we just said the Dolphins. Those are the two top dogs to get JT. But like you said, the, the asking price is nuts. Um, they, they're looking for either a first round pick by itself or a couple picks that equal up to a first round pick. And that's not just feasible.
1: Plus, you gotta restructure, like I said, so it's just not realistic to kind of bring a guy in like this so i i don't know it really comes down to like i would say the dalvin cook sweepstakes was something that they were trying to dabble in and see the value of but if you're not going to go bite on that why are you going to go pay tenfold for Jonathan Taylor. Like obviously mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a gap between Taylor and Cook. Not it's, much, not though. It's, it's not huge. It's not a big that gap. Not it's a, not not big enough for me to go and spend on Taylor and then spend on Taylor again, you know, when I could have just got Dalvin for something cheap. So I think they stick with what they have and I think you roll out with the deadly wide receiver core, of Waddle and Tyreek Hill and we've been hearing I've I've been hearing rumblings that this is the season why Jalen Waddle will prove that he is a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL Mm. so if like you said if Tua can get him the ball as long as his brain is not a snack pack vanilla pudding it's going to be a good season (laughs) down in Miami
0: yeah what's your predictions
1: (sighs) Ernest says give him Dolphins first round pick since it's going to be a 32nd we don't need that Waddle's going to kill it I think Waddle kills it too I'm going to say the Dolphins win I'm going to say their floor is nine wins. Their floor is definitely higher than the Jets' floor it, in my opinion. It's
0: about health. I mean, if if Tua gets hurt three games into the season, they're only going to win like seven, eight games, six games maybe. Yeah. But if he's healthy the whole season, I feel like the floor is like 10 games, nine games. Yeah. And the ceiling is like 12, 13.
1: I would not be surprised, bro. It wouldn't shock me if Miami went crazy and Buffalo skidded and by the end, it was a one-game Miami lead in that division.
0: Yeah, I agree. I still think the Buffalo Bills win the champ. I mean, win the East, but I wouldn't be surprised if Miami took it at That's the same time. I wouldn't be surprised. That's like what I'm saying, wouldn't be surprised.
1: Ernest, this is Justin Fields jersey. It is a Bears jersey, but it's more importantly a Justin Fields jersey. It's a
0: disgusting jersey. That's what it is. I can't believe he's. <laughs> He's wearing a Bears jersey on live. Disgusting. <laughs> got to rep my, my boy. But we'll be talking about him soon. Don't All worry. right, so let's move on to the New England Patriots. Um,
1: I mean, it's the thing about the Patriots. Like, even before we start actually dissecting them as a team, we got to get out the way what we say every time the Patriots are brought up. You are only going to get as far as that motherfucker Mac Jones at the helm. Mm -hmm. He stinks. I don't know who out there is believing in him to be a franchise quarterback, but holy good god,
0: it ain't me. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's that's the big key to the Patriots. Like it's crazy because the Patriots had a decent record last year. They won like eight games. They
1: if he was somewhat competent, they could have snuck in the playoffs last season.
0: They were very close to making the playoffs. They really could if he Um,
1: like. uh, like the team is
0: there. Like if they had a real QB. It would it would be lit, honestly. But Mac Jones ain't is just not it. Um, Bailey Zappi is not it. But Did we have made- to look for Malik Cunningham. Don't yes. yeah. don't sleep on Malik. Yeah. All right, don't sleep on Malik. He went to that preseason game and started tearing shit up. Yes, there third stringers, fourth stringers, but... Nah,
1: you don't think Bill Belichick is looking at that? He's looking at that. He's like, I got a little something in my pocket to work with. Yes, absolutely. He's never had a quarterback like this ever. And so if you don't think Bill Belichick is going to try and expand that offensive playbook a little bit, even if it's just a few plays here and there with Malik Cunningham running in, I think they they got something to that for sure. And I mean, it's not... It comes at a risk, obviously, because he's a super young quarterback. He was a lower round pick. But the thing is, like we're talking about, like, what's the other option? Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi? Like, come on, bro. Like, you're not going to win that division, even if you had a great seat. You you could win eight games, and that would be an absolute success, in my opinion, for the Patriots. But Mm -hmm. that's still obviously not going to win you the division, and that's not getting you in the wild card either. So it's like, what are we really doing here? This season for the Patriots is a wash before it even starts. You got to go out there and just see what you have in these young guys.
0: Yeah. Um, obviously, they lost Mike Gusecki. They lost. No, they got Mike Gusecki. Mike yeah, I'm they sorry. Got Mike they Jones. got at uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and Jonathan Jones, which are all like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? They lost Damian Harris. They lost Jacoby Myers. They lost Aguilar. They lost Wynn. So,
1: I mean, we talk about it. We talked about it last week. How many of these acquisitions we talk about, guys coming, going? How many of these guys are true needle movers? I didn't hear a single name that's really like pivoting me on this. No,
0: team. no, especially with Mac Jones as your quarterback. I mean, yeah. I think Mike Geseki could have a, a decent career out in New England.
1: I heard rumblings that he is from a Mike Geseki source. Hashtag local guy. That he has been <laughs> a focal point of the offense, and they're going to be looking to get in the ball a lot.
0: I hope so. I'm rooting for Gasecki. I hope he is the focal point of that New England offense because Mac Jones obviously can't throw the f- ball far. So, uh, Mike Gasecki is going to have to be your biggest target.
1: Yeah, I'm rooting for it. But if we got to see a Gasecki and Mac Jones double gritty, oof. Ooh,
0: that's going to get wee,
1: Very stinky. Uh, yeah, it's going to be stinky. So, uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go six wins, max seven.
0: <laughs> Uh Yeah, I mean, Patriots... The floor is like five games, honestly.
1: Yeah, no, it's bad out here, bro. It's real bad.
0: The ceiling is nine wins. If This oh, shit's got to be God. rolling, bro. It's got to be rolling. On all cylinders. It's got to be rolling. Nah, more like eight. But, like, still. Because they, they won eight games last year, you know? And... I feel like they're better, I guess. But so
1: is the rest of the division.
0: And they got Zeke Elliott, too. We didn't even talk Fat. about that. <laughs> He's going to be good for, like, spell, I guess. But, like, what's the point of of that kind of spell back? Like, Zeke is not a spell back. He's not a switch-up back, you know? He's <laughs> like a first three-down back. What are they cooking? But Ramon J. Stevenson is the same type of back. He's a three-down guy. So it's like... I know Bill Belichick loves to go by committee when it comes to running backs. I just I'm very interested in how he's going to work both of them together and how they're going to get their snaps. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, because they're coexisting as two power backs, which just doesn't make sense. Especially Bill Belichick usually yeah. likes the guys that he could kind of get the ball in space and let them work. I yeah. mean you let Zeke get the ball in space and who. I'm praying for his knees they can't even handle that You know going up the stairs is tr- is Tough for him he's probably out of breath so I-, I can't imagine him trying to get the ball In space and make some moves insert that Little uh, Najee Harris clip of him You know juking nobody last season That's exactly Ooh. what Zeke is going to be doing Bro we talked about that Ooh. Josh Cribbs Type uh, agility that's going to be Zeke this year
0: mm. Yeah I-, I no matter what Though I do think the Patriots come in last in the Division no matter what happens
1: yeah, no matter what. Even if they're No matter what. Great.
0: Even yep. if they have an 8-1 season, but if you're going to come in last place in the AFCs, you're probably going to be like dog shit because you probably got swept by all three teams. So yeah. that's six losses to you already. Cuz I can't see the Patriots. I mean, they always do sneak one or two rival games off. Mm-hmm. But like they're pretty much they're ceiling is two and four in that division. That's (laughs) rough. Split two teams, and that's it. That's their absolute high for that division. So, we'll see what happens. GG's. All
1: right, moving on. NFC North. Uh, Let's get the bad team out the way, right? You want to just talk about the Chicago Bears, the worst team in that division. Um, Sheesh, man. The Bears went out. They got DJ Moore, which that's a great pickup in my opinion. I mean, you want your young quarterback to have a guy that's super reliable that he could get to the ball get him the ball in space and he could make something happen dj moore's that guy dj moore is an absolute dog and i feel like just because he was in carolina he don't get me wrong if you're a football fan he was still getting his and you know the name dj moore but to a lot of casuals like he's not a household name as in terms of a wide receiver and i feel like the bears are looking for that type of opportunity within him so how do you feel about chicago coming into this year
0: so, obviously, Chicago had the worst record in the NFL last year. I do not think that's going to be the case this year. I definitely think there's going to be a significant improvement mm-hmm. with Chicago this year. I do think they're going to be at least four games better than what they were last year. I'm pretty sure they won only four games last year. I, I think they can win eight games. I think they could win seven games. I think Justin Fields could have a great year.
1: He really can, bro, because Um, he's one of the best runners in the league. And now that you got him some weapons, there really is a somewhat competent front office trying to build an offensive line for him. So, like, like, the thing is, like, we make fun of me. We make fun of a lot of people that like Justin Fields because oftentimes with Justin Fields' fandom, like, people are obsessed with him. But I really like his game in terms of, like, what he's bringing to the table as a very young quarterback. And I feel like there's so much room for growth that, like, I don't understand how people can be down on him like that.
0: I'm not down on him. It's just more people are gassing him up too crazy. Mm. I think that if he was as good as people are hyping him up to be, because Chicago fans are very passionate. They are. That's one thing that I've learned doing the sports media stuff is that, like, Chicago fans, they don't fuck around when it comes to their own. Mm. And they are high, very, very high on Justin Fields. Me, personally, I need to see him throw the ball consistently with accuracy. Obviously, DJ Moore is going to help significantly with that. He didn't have a real, real target. They had Claypool second half of the season that really didn't work out. But man, I want to see what he does with DJ Moore. But if they stink it up again this year and he has like a thousand rushing yards and and barely a thousand, two thousand passing yards, yeah, he's on fraud alert.
1: I mean, it's hard to be a fraud when you were never really that guy in the first place. Well, like it these
0: motherfuckers is acting like it. A lot of the fans are acting like it. Like he's that guy. A lot of people are betting on him for MVP, bro. It's oh, gotten there, there that is. ridiculous. It's gotten that ridiculous, though, Matt. I, 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 that I they're actually that. that they're actually betting actual USD with fandom. on on Justin Fields MVP,
1: bro. With some fandom does come some delusion. I mean, like, it, that what, is, that bro? is the case with a lot of Justin Fields fans. The Ohio State people ride fucking hard for him. And I don't know. It's going to be. Huh?
0: Uh, MVP though? Jeez. That's glaze. That's crazy glaze, bro. It,
1: it is. But have we seen crazier in the NFL?
0: Mm, as far as somebody winning an MVP?
1: Like taking a step like that like it's not like like the thing is if he i, I not maybe that I lamar see the jackson vision, that's what i mean not I mean, that i see I the know. vision but like it's like he did just have one of the best rushing seasons the best rushing season in a quarterback's history so it's like now that you got him a piece not that i see why people are betting him for mvp but like there is an understandable excitement now for the casual fan that might be enough to go out and bet on it. I don't know.
0: I mean, the Bears would have to at least win 10 games for him to be in consideration of MVP in the first place, no matter what his stats are. Yeah. and uh, They're not doing that.
1: Mr. Stitch says Justin Fields is better than Daniel Jones.
0: Here we no, go. No. I don't agree. You can't. you can't. I don't agree.
1: One of them's out here winning, fo- winning you football games, playoff football games at that. So winning
0: games, like, bro. Yeah. Daniel Jones wins games. And I'm going to tell you something about Daniel Jones. This year... He's about to take that real step up. He has actually a, everything he needs to take that step up.
1: Yeah, we'll get to Daniel Jones. We'll, next We'll week
0: get to him sure. next week. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna harp but on Daniel Jones too much. In
1: terms of the Bears, I mean, they went out and they got Tremaine Edmonds, great pickup on the defensive side. Um, you, you're telling me if you're starting a franchise, you're taking Jones over Fields? Absolutely. I mean, bro,
0: like. Right now? Right now, Jones versus right now, Fields? Yeah, Yeah, you got
1: to. You got to. One's way more developed than the other. And that could just be because of the years Daniel Jones has on him in the league and the experience, which is absolutely a part of becoming a good quarterback and a franchise quarterback. But Justin Fields is extremely talented, and that doesn't take away from him regardless. Why
0: do motherfuckers glaze Daniel Jones? Why does Daniel Jones' name get brought up so much, bro? That's how you know motherfuckers really be fucking... They, people are obsessed with Daniel Jones, bro. We'll, we'll get. We'll people get are obsessed with him, bro. We could go off on a rant. Obsessed, and Chris Collins, bro. Chris Collins Chris made
1: a comment today, um, basically saying that he saw some Pat Mahomes in Daniel Jones' game, and you know we've uh, never uh, heard any uh, any uh, theories like that, that coming from the I So that's so the, the media is switching up on Daniel Jones. It's just they're a finally lot of starting to
0: give him some love, but like. The, the, the regular casual fan still is with wins. Daniel Jones' ass, even though he won 10 games. And a playoff game. And a playoff game. With 400 yards passing. 400 yards in the first round. Yeah. In the first year offense. But regardless, what, what, Bears,
1: Chicago Bears, I can see the maximum amount of wins that they have. I'm going to say the, like max, max seven wins.
0: Eight wins. I agree. I was gonna say they I think their their ceiling is eight wins. I feel like I think they win seven games though. I feel I feel like they win seven games. Like that's, that's that is the, but that's an excellent improvement for them. I feel like that is that's great for their for their development. Seven wins. That's a W for the bears bro that's a big w no nah, yeah. i i agree they lost montgomery okay they, they got dante foreman though which right. is right really and a better back in they got opinion. tremaine Edmonds. yeah that's right yeah that's a
1: great defensive well, that's a tj great
0: edwards they have a great linebacker crew they got tanyan uh they picked up nate davis great nate, guard uh, dante foreman
1: uh, yeah no nah, dante foreman like i said great plug-in for the loss of montgomery yeah and they got I mean, a healthy Chicago goes 9-10 wins this year. I think 9-10 no. would be like an absolute dream for no. them. I no. can't see it in a division where you have decent rivals. I don't know.
0: I'm saying 7 wins. 7 wins? Okay. I, I I don't think they have a floor or a ceiling. They're going to win 7 games, in my opinion. That's it. That's floor my-
1: for me is 6 wins. Ceiling for me, it will be 9. 9. Okay. Six, that's a nine. fair. That's
0: a fair floor. I mean, fair ceiling. If everything clicks and the with. and the Packers are stinky, the Lions are stinky, and the Vi- Vikings are stinky. But the thing is, like, you let's know? roll
1: into this next team. Then the Detroit Lions. Like, okay. I think the Detroit Lions are arriving this year, man. I really, I, I pretty sure high. do too. I'm pretty high on the Detroit Lions. Let's not act like Jared Goff hasn't seen not only playoff success, but the guy who was in the Super Bowl, right? Like, this guy mm-hmm. has seen the biggest of stages. They have weapons, obviously. They they have a multitude of weapons on that offense. And I don't even care that they got rid of TJ Hawkins in last season, last season to a division rival because I still think the Lions have upgraded tons, bro tons I, I think the lions are here now last season was kind of a run like we got flashes we saw what potentially they yeah, could be like right. and now they're ready to kick it up and even uh, i didn't even mention deandre swift who they traded away i mean it was almost like he was expendable they lost him and jamal williams sure that's gonna hurt but i'm still they went out and they got gibbs Gibbs, like, bro it's sure. it's it's up for detroit
0: look their additions they got some great additions they got cj gardner johnson They got David Montgomery to spell Gibbs, which is going to be a great running back duo, in my opinion. He's going to handle
1: the kind of heavy workload. Not the heavy workload, but the dirty work.
0: So where Gibbs isn't
1: at risk of injuring himself with too much of a workload.
0: Yeah, they're going to make Montgomery get the third in shorts. You know what I'm saying? Bullshit. Um, Emmanuel Mosley, great pickup. Mm. Uh, They brought back Marvin Jones Jr. That defense is crazy. They have a great defense, bro. Uh, you you got fucking what's his face coming off the edge, Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson, yeah. You got fucking Mosley. You got Gardner Johnson in the secondary that they just picked up. It's looking good, bro. Uh, I love Gibbs. I think Gibbs is gonna be an absolute dog. Even though I feel like they didn't have to draft a running back in the first ten picks, and they could have got something way better. Mm -hmm. Um, that offense is gonna be electric, especially with uh Amon St. Brown. Marvin Jones, weapons—they
1: got speed. Looking good. They got bro, versatility. Like, They're like the thing is, all you need is Jared Goff to be half competent. And honestly, I'm not that I'm a Jared Goff believer that he's gonna go out and win them a Super I, Bowl. I or but like, hey, bro, Goff is good, bro. We're not gonna sit here and disrespect Jared Goff to where like I, you know what? Truthfully, he's one of the better, uh, I'd say, top twenty in the league. Like he's not garbage can Goff. That's not.
0: I think Goff is a very. Decent quarterback, and I think he's good enough for what Detroit is trying to do. Yeah. I think Detroit will win this division this Mm. year. I think Detroit's ceiling is 12 games. I think they can win 12 games this year. I Mm. think they could win 13 games this year. They could be a top three team seed in the NFC. It's possible. It could definitely happen. Mr.
1: Stitch said Goff's arm is crazy. His accuracy and arm strength is top tier. Yo, you take Goff's upper body with Fields' low, like, Bottom half, Pause. that would be a crazy quarterback. That would be nuts. <laughs> that would win that would win you to the division right there. Yeah. But uh double R says the Lions fight for the division winner, Vikings one, Lions two, Green Bay three, and the Bears four. Dang, the Bears I, under Green Bay? I guess we'll see.
0: I, I, I we'll think see. I think Detroit wins the division now. How out, many right? games
1: with, with how many games are they winning that division?
0: Uh, with 12 games. 12 win. games. No winning with 12 games.
1: I think they win, I'm going to say 11 games. I'm going to say 10 is the floor. No, nine's the floor. I'm going to say 12 is the ceiling, and I think they win
0: 10-11. Okay. That, that's fair. That's fair.
1: But I do unfortunately think for them, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, let's chat about them. I think the Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. ultimately win the division. Hmm. Um they went out, they added Jordan Addison to an offense that was already mm. fi- on fire. Um, you know, you lost Adam Thielen to mm-hmm. Carolina, yeah, but then you came out and you got a guy that's way younger and way more explosive. Like, I love me some Adam Thielen, but damn, Jordan Addison is a. Dog, man, Jordan Addison is an absolute dog, and you got uh, TJ Hawkinson. Obviously, don't have it. Dalvin Cook anymore, but, but I think
0: Madison can step up.
1: Alexander Madison is a beast, and they clearly have enough faith in him. I mean, even you saw it in fantasy, like a lot of times when Dalvin Cook would go out in fantasy, people go nuts
0: on the waiver wire for fucking
1: Alexander a- Madison. Yep,
0: people draft Alexander Madison to handicap to themselves, hand- to, handcuff yeah, themselves, to for cuff, sure. to cuff injury ridden Cook, mm-hmm. right? Uh, They also add Marcus Davenport, which is a great addition off the edge for them.
1: Need that. And Mr. Stitch says, is Minnesota's defense there, though? They're trying. That's the key. That's going to be the key.
0: Um, That's always their kryptonite, right? Their secondary. um, Obviously, Marcus Davenport is a great addition. Um, Byron Murphy Jr., also another great addition at the corner. Um, And that's where I feel like they had a big... uh, Their cornerbacks are still... Their corners were... Yeah, their secondary is absolute dog shit. But with the addition of Byron, that's going to help a lot. Um, That's why I don't think Minnesota wins the division, obviously, is because of their defense. Their defense is dog shit. Obviously, the offense is electric. Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, whom I think is is... comparable to Devonte smith mm. they're the they're, they're like spitting image of each other okay um obviously like you said they lost stealing that is actually going to be a bigger loss than what they think they think is going to be mm. I, I do know. i really do that was that was that white guy connection
1: it was you know it was that was that
0: white guy connection bro and it's hard to replicate it is. It's luckily, hard to replicate.
1: We, luckily, we have that guy, Cole Beasley, you know, doing it for us in New York. He's <laughs> a real class act guy over
0: there. Uh,
1: <laughs> Mr. Stitch says, as much as BS, as much BS as Cousins get, man, he's been performing. Yeah, man, it's it's tough because you watch the, the quarterback show, right? If you watch that, you probably really like Kirk Cousins. I know I liked Kirk Cousins after I watching like that. And he's a good guy. He is a very knowledgeable quarterback. Of the, he's a student of the game. But he just happened to have, you know, a bad moment in the big, big spot so it is what it is but it doesn't mean that he's a bad quarterback he's very very serviceable and with the team you know like he has around him in a division that's not necessarily uh, as loaded up as, as he used to others, be. Yeah, yeah I think he they're in a good spot to still you know cruise along and stay in that top one two spot
0: look I, I think the Minnesota offense is still a, a top five offense even with Kirk, Kirk Cousins like Kirk Cousins knows how to throw the fucking ball he Period He knows how to throw the rock I don't give a fuck if it's prime time or not mm-hmm. He's gonna throw the fucking ball Justin Jefferson is going to catch the ball I think Addison is going to have an excellent year Because they're gonna double team Jefferson so much Addison one on one is is just like a cheat code
1: In the slot, they're gonna get him the ball in space He's mm-hmm. gonna cook yeah, I Addison's think. gonna cook yeah.
0: I, And like, yes, Justin Jefferson's going one in all these fantasy leagues I don't think he's, a, he's the number one guy I don't even think he's gonna get the number one receiver spot this year. Mm. I think Chase is or Cup is.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna say Chase. I think just Chase because Jefferson. Jefferson is
0: literally going to get keyed. Yeah. every single drive, they know. every single They know dump. what's
1: going on with Jetts this this mm-hmm. year. Mr. Stitch says, why is Mariota on that show? They were better off putting me on there. I mean, I get it, though. They want the all tiers of quarterback, right? They said they wanted three so they could have one superstar, one guy that's kind of in the middle, that was Kirk, and then somebody of the lower tier, which was Mariota.
0: I'm talking about fantasy, bro. I'm not talking about him actually being uh, as an actual wide receiver. No, I do he think he's the most the talented most wide receiver in, in the league. league right now. For but sure. I don't think he'll be the number one fantasy yeah. wide receiver this year.
1: I agree. So how many wins we think in Minnesota?
0: Minnesota, 10 wins.
1: 10 wins.
0: Yeah, they're they're going to fall off a little bit. They won what 13 last year. Yeah. Uh that was because they played a dog shit but, schedule. Yeah, they, they played literally nobody. What'd
1: they go, like 10-0 or something like that? The yeah, shorts? it was like
0: ridiculous, it was- bro. And they were getting mad lucky, too. The Giants exposed them in the playoffs.
1: Yep, you got exposed. They got you exposed. You got exposed. Big time. And Saquon Barkley didn't even really break a sweat. Daniel a Jones exposed you them by himself. Sliced up. Yeah, by Isaiah Hodgins and Danny Dimes.
0: Like, the first four weeks is they got the Eagles and the Chargers and Week two and three We're going to see what's really good with the Vikings in those two weeks Yeah Uh, They got the Chiefs week five Niners week seven Mm. uh, Saints, Broncos after that Bengals in their It's it's uh, tough for uh, them this season I think think, Yeah, ten wins sounds about right I'm going to say They lose seven games this year
1: I'm going to say their floor is eight wins Their ceiling is eleven wins I'm going to say they win ten though
0: I agree. I think, I think it's a 10-win team, but I I think that's not good enough. They may win have the, the hardest
1: schedule this year. Yeah, no, their schedule's really, good. Really they got a tough, tough schedule. But after last year, that's usually what happens after you have a cakewalk of a season. You mm-hmm. come back with a, an extremely hard schedule.
0: Well, last, like the NFC East, we'll talk about them. They yep. have a really hard schedule this year.
1: Yep. Uh, all right, last team to wrap up here. Uh, the Green Bay Packers going in with a rookie quarterback. Well, somewhat of a rookie. First uh, year. First year quarterback in Jordan Love. But apparently the guy's slinging rock in camp. So how you feeling? Uh, shout out to Andy B while we're talking about the pack. Andy but B. How you feeling about the, the Green Bay Packers Look, and the Cheeseheads?
0: Uh, this is going to be a rebuilding season for them. But I feel like they're still going to be competitive mm-hmm. at the same time. I really do think Jordan Love is good. He's been behind Aaron Rodgers for all these years, if you can't be good sitting behind him all these years, there's something wrong. Um, Obviously, Aaron Rodgers went through the same thing Jordan Love did, and look what happened, right? Yeah. they just, look, they don't have Devontae Adams anymore. They don't have an electric offense. Who are they going to throw the ball to? Christian Watson. Christian okay. Watson, yep. Cool.
1: No Alan Lazard anymore.
0: They lost Lazard. They
1: lost Cobb. So, I don't know. And uh, Chicago Bulls podcast says F Green Bay. Sheesh. It's
0: a world. <laughs> hey, division rival,
1: I understand. I understand hey. it. But I don't think Green Bay is anything to worry about anymore. So, I think you're, you're chilling. Once A-Rod's out of there... I, I, like you said, it's a rebuilding year for uh, for the Green Bay Packers. You have Christian Watson, who was probably a diamond in the rough or a diamond in the rough last year, right? You all of a sudden found out what was it like four or five straight games with a touchdown he had.
0: Uh, I think was, Watson fantasy is going to be actually really good because he's going to be the number one target for Jordan Love. He's going to get a lot of volume this year.
1: Yeah, no Robert Tonyan over there either. They so don't got nobody, nobody to compete else. with him.
0: I am Dobbs. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I'm very, Maybe Dobbs could be a, de- a decent fantasy pickup very, very late or waivers.
1: Mm, I'm really interested in the uh how they use the tandem of AJ Dillon and uh Aaron Jones now with a young quarterback, how they're gonna be able to help him out. The good thing for him is that you have a good offensive line. Um the defense isn't horrible, right? Like it was pretty solid last season. If anything, it was slightly above average. So I don't know. For for Jordan Love, it's really about just seeing what he can do this year there's no expectations on him to go out and win you games so if you do win it's just kind of icing on top of the cake for me
0: right it's very low expectations i mean the floor obviously for green bay is like what's 6 7 wins you know 6 wins i'd say even less because like yeah. the
1: floor is like if jordan love is really all of a sudden comes out if and he he's he he's a pumpkin yeah. bro like he turns straight up to a pumpkin all of a sudden you're in the Caleb Williams sweeps. you
0: are so, you are that's very true but i do think i i just can't see jordan love being that bad yeah i can't i just think he's a good quarterback he knows how to throw the ball he has so much experience Mm -hmm. and so much rep behind him now that i just can't see him losing more than that yeah you know only having six wins uh i think they only wind up winning seven games though i think they're a seven and nine team uh actually they could actually be a six six win team
1: i got bro their floor for me is four wins
0: four wins yeah yeah six sounds about like the sweet spot for them Mm. seven wins six to seven wins or five wins five six seven wins one of them
1: yeah i'm gonna go floor four wins ceiling seven wins absolute absolute ceilings And Mr. Stitch says, I think he'll do well just because the expectations aren't that high. Yeah, I mean, it's two totally different sides of the spectrum with Green Bay and the Jets uh, after that trade, right? Like you have the Jets, they get this guy. Now all the expectations in the world, which truthfully, when he was in Green Bay, you had all the expectations in the world. Because if you have Aaron Rodgers on your team, it's Super Bowl or bust. So I get it. But now, all of a sudden, the energy in Green Bay is entirely shifted. Did an entire 180 to where it's like, all right, we got this young kid. And let's just see what we got through this season. Like, we know Green Bay's not winning a Super Bowl, but it's like, let's see what we got in the tank and if this is our guy or not.
0: Like, here's the thing for me I don't think it's because of Jordan Love why Green Bay's going to be so bad. The team around Jordan Love stinks. Yeah. They don't have, like, all right, they got Aaron Jones and Christian Watson. Other than that, who is on that team? Nobody. There's nobody, nobody on that on team. The they lost Amos. Yeah. On the defensive side. Yeah, you got
1: Jair Alexander. That's really it, right?
0: Jair Alexander is your guy on that side of the ball. That's it. it. I can't think of anybody else on that Green Bay defense.
1: Not notable, at least. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They lost Amos. They lost Dean Lowry. They lost Jerron Reed. Yeah. Lost Cobb, Tanyan, and fucking Lazard. Yeah.
1: So let's rank this division now that we're going to cap off the the NFL here. So I'm going to go with
0: number one overall.
1: Man, I am... mm. I'm going to say I'm going to go Vikings, Lions, Bears, Packers.
0: I'm going to swap one and two. I'm going to go Lions, Vikings, uh, Bears, Packers. Packers. I was Correct. thinking
1: about one and two as well. It's really – it's close. Like I wouldn't be shocked to see Detroit win the division. It really wouldn't blow my mind if, you know, that that was the case because they are extremely, extremely talented
0: absolutely absolutely
1: all right so all right we're capping off the episode here with something that honestly we just (laughs) we kind of just got to get it out the way the logan paul versus dylan danis beef if you guys have been on twitter as of late then you've definitely seen a dylan dennis because i don't even fucking follow the guy right and he's, he's just all over, over my timeline time yeah. all over and i've had to actually mute the words dylan dennis and logan paul for a bit because it's that yeah. bad and i even muted uh nina as well that's logan paul's uh, that's the name fiance. of the of the whore yeah of, okay of
0: the, little whore um, <laughs>
1: little bitch. <laughs> yeah so dylan dennis is out here wilding out just basically it started off just posting pictures of um logan paul's fiance with these other guys throughout her career and modeling and you know being an actress whatnot in hollywood but then all of a sudden like it it was maybe funny like i didn't even really find it that funny i was just like oh he's really starting to beef or whatever you know the first one or two times he posted her with leo dicaprio and he posted her out with somebody else Mm -hmm. famous but then he's coming out and he's posting all these photoshopped deep faked pictures bro is that like insanely corny to anybody else like that
0: yeah so at first it was cool it was funny it wasn't even cool it was just funny it was funny as hell the first couple of people the first five guys we were like all right that's funny har, 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 that's har. Cra- yeah, how many like, guys could it be yeah you know what i'm saying but then once he started photoshopping shit once you start photoshopping it that's when you just you're taking it too far and now it's corny like nobody nobody like you're you're, you're overdoing it yeah and i know you're, you're fighting them soon but like damn bro yeah nah, it's bad it's, it's corny now like all right get the fight over with obviously it's fixed like who cares bro it's not that serious i nobody's even gonna watch the fight still even after all that beef you bro, know
1: i if you are out here i'm not to, fighting bro if you're giving, not watching it. if you're giving your money to either of these guys like I need us to reevaluate our financial life decisions at that point. I
0: don't care what. If you pay for that fight.
1: If you've paid for any of the Paul brothers fights. I agree. Like, what are you doing? What
0: the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah. No that's That's crazy That's a crazy bag And even like Logan Paul brought out A cake of Dylan Dennis To the you know The, the weigh in And the face off Like
0: <laughs> it was just So stupid it's bro it's,
1: it's horrible They're getting all These YouTubers involved And shit like that Everyone's yeah, trying To chase all their the views. streamers
0: the, You could just tell It's just a big clout chase The Tates are getting involved oh, The, the streamers gross. are getting involved and I'm an, like Oh my goodness This is fucking stupid No like, it's an industry plant it, it, that. it, it, That's exactly what's going on It's, yeah. it's just a big plantathon going on over there. Yeah. So, you and know whether, whether she's
1: involved or not, there's just a ton of a, a huge, basically, uh, social media orgy going on with all these people. Yeah, it's gross, it's, disgusting it's, product. And as members of sports media and media in general, we will never succumb to that type of low fuckery. Life. Yeah, well, life fuckery. Fuck yes, that. sir. And that's how we're going to cap off this episode. So, uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. I think that's that's about all we have this week. We got the NFC East coming up next. So I'm I'm super duper
0: NFC East, AFC South next week. NFC East, super we're going to we're going to bring the bangs. Maybe Ed will pop up. We'll see what happens.
1: We'll see. We'll see if we could scrape him from the crevices. <laughs> all <laughs> all I right, right, uh, appreciate the support. Make see sure you next uh, week. Drop a sub if you're coming in from the YouTube. We appreciate all the YouTube support. Yeah, uh, tons of new faces in here. Shout out to the Chicago Bulls Pod, Mr. Stitch coming through. We appreciate you always. We know you're not a new face, but we appreciate Luciano. you nonetheless. Luciano, thank you. Make sure you guys drop a sub. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Take it easy. All right, fellas.
0: peace.